Hey, this is Brandon Lucido, owner of the Lucido Real Estate Team. On our podcast, we talk about life events, real estate, and how to help and serve people. Catch our podcast every week for a new episode. You can find more information on us at thelucidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we have the two teams in the Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. Team Swift. America's team now. That's what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking that title from the Cowboys and shifting it over to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. <clears throat> I, think least, some, I think some humbling needs to happen. At least the owners have some Dallas ties. They do. At least, at least one Texas got in, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's hard. You know, it's going to be an all red and white Super Bowl. Yep, I know. I thought about that too. But it's it's, f- it's hard for me to see the Forty ers in there. I mean, uh, I, I'm still rooting for Kansas City. We had a lot of people over to the house last night, and you know, they were like, "Oh, I like to see Brock Purdy in there because he got hurt last year." No, I don't like the laundry that those guys are wearing. I am not a Forty ers guy. Sorry. No, yeah. I'm not just a huge fan of either team. Because it's not that I have anything against the Chiefs. I'm just so tired of hearing about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Me too. I mean, I look. I don't want any team. I don't want both those teams in there. Right. I really was pulling for Detroit. I was too, and yeah. and Baltimore. And I, you know, sidebar. Don't know what happened there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. coaching went a little nuts. <clears throat> just bad time management. Bad coaching. Well, they couldn't catch the ball that hit them in the hands. Yeah. I saw a few replays about that, and it's like, wow, that is mm, – there is no excuse for that. Yeah, very unfortunate. I mean, it. there was there was one that it was like perfectly hit yeah. him right there, yeah. you know, a good spiral, wasn't a lame duck or anything. Yeah. Just, just – and he just – it's like he didn't wrap his hands around it. Right. It's just like a – I'm just going to hold my hands perfectly still, and if it doesn't wedge itself in there, <laughs> then it wasn't for me. Yeah. Bad throw. Yeah, so kind of disappointing. Yeah. yeah. But I think there's going to be a lot of publicity on this one. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. They're going to have three cameras pointed directly towards Swiss box uh, yep. and uh, and Kelsey's family, and uh, his brother's probably going to take his shirt off again. <laughs> and... Uh, and then maybe two cameras on the field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we're lucky. Yeah. Well, usually the best games are the championship games, the the conference championship games and mm-hmm. I'm not sure we got that this year. Usually I'm a, I'm a little more into it. Usually the games are a little more competitive and I mean, the Detroit game was competitive, but I don't know, it was just frustrating just to see them wither away. Yeah. Yeah, cuz they they kicked it up towards the end of the season. They yeah. started just getting those W's and for what? Well, hopefully this is something they can build on next year. You know, Dan Campbell has has got a lot of that dude's massive, a lot of space to to work with his team and get him back again. Yeah, you know, Goff I guess was serviceable. I'm not a big fan of of his abilities, but he did okay. Their running backs are beasts. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're huge. Their legs are like massive. I know. So we'll see. Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas. All right. So you got that layered into all this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great, uh, great stadium too. I've driven by it. It's beautiful. Yeah. 
So we'll see. Yeah. Baseball's coming up, so something to look forward to there. Yeah. Very exciting. Hopefully the Rangers can continue this victory. Yeah. We'll see. Even if they don't, you know, even if they don't do what they did last year, if they just simply have a a majority winning season, I'll be happy. Yeah. Get in the playoffs, make a good run in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Don't just have a great year and then crap the bed. (laughs) I doubt that they'll do that, though. Yeah, I don't think so. They've been doing pretty good, like, good, making good moves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel pretty confident. Yeah. As long as that manager's there, I love Bruce Bochy. He's a great manager. I think he's has a lot to do with the success of the team. Not not only the front office and getting, you know, the middle infield in there from the Dodgers, but yeah, I I, I think the the manager has a lot to do with it too. One of my favorite things that he said um, during an interview was just, I, you know, they were like, "Well, what are you doing different than last year?" And he goes, "Well, I'm letting the coaches coach. Mm. I'm I'm staying out of the mm-hmm. out of the." Uh, clubhouse mm. basically it's pretty smart yeah you listening jerry <laughs> yeah you have coaches why not let them do their jobs yeah that's why you pay them limelight it's my limelight all right real estate <laughs> i'm gonna put a football field on my yacht that's right <laughs> that's funny well it's been a couple of weeks since we met last and um let's go over some numbers um as far as new listings go we're about Pretty even. We're about 4% down, down to about 2,450. Um, so that's new listings in the past seven days. That's still pretty healthy clip. Um, all year in January, we've had over 2,200 new homes show up in the past seven days. Okay. So that's good. Um, as far as price decreases, big increases. People are wanting to get those houses sold that didn't sell in, in December. 22% increase from the last time we talked. Wow. Yeah, so people are dropping their prices from uh, right at 2000 up to 2400 Wow. So that's a 22% increase. That's a big statistic. That's big. So I'm working with some buyers right now, and, and I say, you know, let's look at houses that have had some price reductions and have been on the market for a while. Because mm-hmm. those are the ones that you know they're overpriced, and they, they need some more price reductions. And that's... That's the ones that we can target and really have rational discussions with the listing agent. Yeah. Now, as far as closed and pendings, we're up 19%. Yeah, we're, uh, we're up. Uh, we were at 3,100 a couple of weeks ago. We're almost at 3,700 as wow. far as pending is, pendings and closed in the past seven days. So the market's really, really, you know, staying hot. Yeah, I'm not surprised to see that, especially with all the price reductions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm out there with some buyers, and um, there's some houses that, have, that we've looked at that have been on the market for a while, and it's because of condition. You know, they're going to stay on the market. Uh, and then there's some houses, once you see them priced right, it's not surprising to see a contract go on them, yep. you know, real quick. And so that's what's happening. So I'm, um, I'm advising my buyers, you know, if you see something you like, we've looked at 20 houses. Mm-hmm. If you see something you like, let's move quick. Because yeah. now you know what's out there. I've talked about, you know, every scenario. This has been on the market two days. There's not a lot of history. This is on the market 90 days. There's, you know, I like to say blood in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go after those and, and get, a, get a decent price. Um, there's not much offering over asking right now but uh, as i reminded my client this morning we have what's called the appraisal waiver form where we can go in and offer 
twice the asking price. But if we have an appraisal waiver form that says we are not going to look at the appraisal and see what it's what it's actually worth, mm-hmm. or we're going to loan money on what it's actually worth, not what we've offered it, yeah. then you're protected. So he really liked that. He got a lot of comfort in that. And we're going to go back and attack some of the other um, houses that we that are either um, still either still under under contract uh, where I'm going to keep an eye on those or ones that we've looked at and just kind of discounted. Okay. So we're in good shape. Nice. But um, yeah, rates, I think uh, their pre-approval rate was at 6.875%. Nice. Something like that. What are you seeing, Bobby, in the market? The average right now is at 6.99. Okay. So the last time we talked, it was 6.94. Uh, and then looks like last week it bumped up into the to the very low sevens, and then it's back down to six point nine nine again. All right, okay. So that's good. I think uh, what I'm hearing on the national news is, you know, we're not not going to lower it in March. It's not going to be lowered until the summer. Really? And maybe at that time, you know, this is all dependent on inflation. They'll lower it significantly, like a fifty fifty basis point drop. Wow. You know, which would put it down in the six and a halfs. Yeah. So during the summer, the busiest time of the year, lowest rates in the last 12 months. Mm Going to be a madhouse. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Bring it on. Yep. We're prepared. Or you can get in now and avoid all that multiple offer stuff. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. That's true. That's, I've I've had over the last two weeks, I've had several conversations about that. People are asking me, oh, is this a good time to buy? Yes. What about rates? Refi. Yeah, you know, your payment. If you buy now versus buying, you know, when rates are a little bit lower, your payment's going to be the same regardless because the house value is going to be up. Yeah, and from seven looking seven percent to six five, really is that big of a difference? I mean, what a couple hundred bucks? Right? No, not really. Over thirty years, absolutely. We looked at new home builds uh, this weekend too, and um, the new um, home builders are offering. Four and a half percent the first year, Whoa. and then five and a half the second year, and and a lot of incentives. Yep, you know, including uh, a higher contract price <laughs> to offset the low rate. It was high, but uh, fifty thousand dollars off it brought them into my buyer's price range, and, and we really looked hard at at that. Yeah, so, nice. So yeah, that that's a possibility for you for everybody out there too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, we got some articles to read. Always go last, so I'll go first. Let y'all wrap it up. Oh, man. Uh, mine is titled, Salina Housing Permits Soar in 2023 Despite Tough Market. Keep in mind, Collin County tax rates came out not too long ago. And of all the cities in Collin County, the second highest tax rate is Salina. Oh, right. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the number one slot, Farmersville. Farmersville? Are you kidding me? Nope. Wow. Is there a lot of new builds out there? I don't know exactly the reasoning behind Farmersville. <laughs> that sounds like such a great town, doesn't it? But it is. <laughs> yeah. Is that where they so, film that show? Which one? Isn't there a show where they're trying to date farmers or something? Oh, I hope there's it's a, not. There's a FarmersOnly.com. Well, I, I know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Farmersville, huh? Wow. Yeah. So, if y'all haven't seen it, go Google it. Yeah, we it's will. It's pretty interesting to see the tax rates. Show some houses wow. out there. I know. 
All right. It says, despite challenging conditions in the housing market, residential building permits soared in the fast-growing North Texas suburb of Salina in 2023. In contrast with many other cities in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro, single-family home construction permits rose by more than 52% in Salina in 2023. Mm -hmm. I believe it. According to the data released in January 19th. Salina, which lies in Collin and Denton County, issued 2,503 permits last year compared with the 1,650 in 2022. goes on to say that high mortgage rates and home prices continue to influence the housing market with little relief for buyers in sight. Even so, Salina, with a population of roughly 30,000, has managed to grow its housing supply at one of the fastest clips in the nation. It shows people and businesses continue to flock to the Dallas North, I mean, to the uh, areas north of Dallas, a trend that is reshaping the North Texas economic order. It says uh, new development, including the ranch at Uptown Salina and new infrastructure like the extension of the Dallas North Tollway has contributed to Salina's blazing growth. Mm -hmm. So has the city's geographic location between the major uh, arteries of Preston Road in the east and the future North Dallas Tollway to the west. While Salinas home building permits soared, the tough housing market took a toll on many other North Texas cities, according to uh, this research. It said, monthly roundup of residential construction is the fastest growing suburbs and exurbs north of Dallas and Fort Worth. It said, collectively, single-family fo- single home permits fell 22% in Frisco, 32% in Little Elm, 9% in Prosper, 13% in Denton in 2023 compared with 2022. 2023 permits totaled 1,000, I'm sorry, in 2023 the permits totaled 1,036 in Frisco, 880 in Little Elm, 884 in Prosper, and 1,064 in Denton. Salina, however, wasn't the only bright spot for building permits. In 2023, single-family residential permits shot up 47% in McKinney and 64% in Princeton. McKinney and Princeton are in Collin County. McKinney permits totaled last year 1,853, and Princeton totaled 1,708. Wow. And out of the top three homes that built to contribute to those new permits... And the third ranking was Bloomfield Homes. And the second ranking was Lennar. Mm. And in number one, D.R. Horton. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see that while collectively in DFW, things are down, there are still certain cities that aren't just in the green, but substantially growing. Mm-hmm. I think that contributes to affordability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what this statistic doesn't necessarily elaborate on, which I think it should, because this just gives you a very finite viewpoint, is when you're talking about Princeton, McKinney, and Salina and how new construction permits are up, well, it's kind of a no-brainer in some degree due to the fact that there's a bunch of raw land. Yeah. If you look at Frisco, Dallas... Allen, all those other places, they're already built out. Right, There's yeah. not wide open spaces right. 
no. right now for them to do these master large communities or high dense developments that this is referring to. So while this is a little bit of eye-opening news, it's not really shocking because no. the opportunities just happen to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reading an article that the fastest growing neighborhood uh, development in the, the U.S. right now is actually the Silverado neighborhood that I live in. Oh, it's wow. just, it is, it, it's not surprising. I've got some drone photos from a year ago during the ice storm, and uh, the landscape out there is just drastically different with, you know, not just, you know, like the startings of homes, but just completed homes. Mm. It's just, you know, every time you drive down the road, you're like, wow. That w- there were trees there the other day, and you know, like like, a, like three weeks ago, there were trees there, and now there are you know roofed mm-hmm. roofed structures. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Whole neighborhoods are just done. Yeah, that's what surprised me. It, I'd been, it's been a while since I was out there, but I was out there this weekend, and it blew me away. Yeah, it's a great neighborhood. All right, who's up next? Up All right, you. yeah. Um, I can't wait. To tell you about the hot zip codes that are in North Texas. So um, our good friends at Open Door came out with a list of the top 20. <laughs> top oh, sorry, 20. That. The, no, no, that's fine. Top 20 zip codes in the nation. And believe it or not, three North Texas homes are in the top 20. Um, so have you guys, I'll, I'll tell you one of them. Have you guys done any work out in Forney? One time. Yeah. Forney is a hot area. I get so many requests and so many, you know, notifications that say yeah. this home is available in Forney. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I think it's one of those towns. It's probably, you know, like Princeton, really, it's east of here, southeast, yeah. and yeah. it's kind of, there's a lot of land out there, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are moving there. So if you work in downtown Dallas or, or Mesquite, or even Garland, that's probably a good location for you. Yeah, to be out east. Sure. I think part of it is people are, are starting to realize, like, hey, for me to be able to afford a starter place, I need to be about an hour away from town. Yeah. And uh, and Forney is finally within that, you know, look range. Yeah. So of the top twenty zip codes, Forney came in at number six in the country. Wow. Whoa. Number six. Wow. So that's pretty amazing. Number two. Bobby, speaking of Silverado, was Aubrey. Wow. And that's where I'm showing some clients um, on my weekends and a couple of weeknights is some homes in Aubrey. And this is in the country? This is in the country. Whoa. This is like one of the number one horse uh, uh, yeah. horse country spots in Texas. That's actually. right. Leslie, are you listening? Bobby's getting you a horse. <laughs> Maybe one of the ones with a stick. Get her a pony. <laughs> Come on, Bobby. Get her a horse. So the top 20 in the country, Aubrey's number seven. Wow. Wow. But it, it's, you know, Aubrey is, is north of 380, and so that's that's some conversation that I'm having because we all know that 380 is going to be a mess for three or four years, mm-hmm. you know, all the way out to Princeton and beyond. And, but I, I explain. Like how Wilson says, it's going to be a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Even more so. I, yeah. If I had to deal with it every day, I'd, I'd probably be cussing it. But... I think that because it's newer, then you have more opportunity for 
price appreciation or value appreciation out there than you do south of 380 in Little Elm. Sure. Yes. It's already established. Yeah. And so that's what I'm telling people is buy new out there. And that's what I said. Look at this. Look at this new build. They were asking 376 and we got them down to 326 because of incentives. Yeah. Because Wilson dropped the hammer. He went in there and yeah. said, this is it, baby. Oh, that was a good. That was Take a good it or sale. leave it. No, yes. that was that was a good new home salesman. But and Wilson wrote. You know, I pointed out, I will take credit for this. I pointed out, this is immediate equity in your home. Yeah. You have a $376,000 house that you're making payments on a $326,000 house. Mm-hmm. Boom. So, next yeah. zip code um, in the top 20 is actually Fort Worth. Fort Worth, funky town. Yeah, Fort Worth proper. So they're number 10 in the country. Wow. Number 10. I love Fort Worth. Fort Worth is just kind of fun. Being a Dallas boy, it's different. It's okay. Um, it's real Texas. I wanted to give you just a, yeah, they wish. I want to give you just a couple of um, keynotes. What do you think the number one hottest zip code in the country is? Can I, can I guess state? Yeah, sure. Because uh, I'm not going to know all the zip codes in each state. And hottest, let me clarify this. Hottest means people moving into the area. You know, Texas is still the state where most people move to. I mean, again and again and again. Yeah. So what is the hottest zip code in the country? I'm going to, I'm going to ask to also do the state. Yeah. I got two guesses. Either it's in Florida or Austin. Okay. You got one of the states. I I was going to say Florida. Um, uh, and then it ain't Cali. Go ahead and get that off the list. <laughs> That's a negative. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I almost want to say one of the Carolinas. Well, I see. I wasted my breath on my little Texas stuff. It's in Cypress, Texas. Okay, down so by Houston. Oh. All right, number one in the country, guys, and wow. number two, Katy, which Katie, is also Texas. By, yeah. Which is also near Houston. It's so these are. I don't go to Houston. I don't sell homes in Houston. I don't know that, but you know, Houston's massive. Yeah, you know, land wise, population wise. So those are, those are the top two zip codes in the country. And it's Cypress in Texas. And in Texas, yes, sir. That's wild. So we've got five, six, seven in the top ten. Also, have mentioned New Brunswick. So we have seventy percent. Yeah. Well, of the top zip codes. Yeah, yep. And the entire United States. In the top 10. In the top 10. Yeah. All anchored in the state of Texas. Yeah. So also what we have is New Braunfels and San Antonio. So for everyone listening, wow, we're somewhat insulated. But if there is a decline in the real estate market, we're probably going to be the last state to feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you think it's bad here, rest assured, it's definitely worse in other yeah. states. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it never comes to that, but yeah. No. Um, other Texas spots that made it in the top 20 are Leander. You know where Leander is? I don't. That's north of Austin. Yeah. Okay. okay. And coming in at number 20, and I don't know where this is, but according to the zip code, it looks like it's down around Houston too. Park Row. Okay. Park Row. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I, th- I want to say my brother lived in Park Row for a little bit. Is that down by Houston? At, if the if golf's kind of if it's where I'm thinking of, then yeah, it's like ju- it's like it's like slightly north Houston, kind of a nicer area. Okay, you guys were hitting on Florida a little bit. Uh, they do make the list too. Port St. Lucie <coughs> is number twelve. Winter mm-hmm. Garden, number fifteen. That's a big retirement 
yeah. uh, community. Davenport, Florida, coming in at number 16. And St. Augustine, the oldest city in the nation. Wow. It comes in at number 19, St. Augustine. Wow. Pretty neat place. Does Florida have uh, property taxes? I don't believe so. Okay. I'll but I, I don't know. We don't don't hold me to it. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're right because I, I was trying to think about um, – I got an earful about our, our property taxes <laughs> from my grandmother. And, uh, and she was kind of complaining about some of the developmental – taxes you know that they got kind of added on to stuff uh she should be locked in though uh she is it's just she because she paid cash for the house and it's not locked up in a mortgage she gets to see the itemized uh (laughs) uh report on it and so it went from being oh that's not a bad number to well why am i paying this yeah and uh Mm -hmm. and i thought well okay I got the uh, same maybe, call from my mom. Maybe that's why uh, so many people who retire go to places that don't have property taxes. Mm-hmm. Yep, because they're usually on Social Security or, you know, other investments, and they'll roll the dice with the state income tax and be like, well, I come out ahead. I don't know. You got to run the numbers. Yeah. I always tell everyone that. Like, you just got to run the numbers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So with those hot zip codes, you know, you hope the quality of the homes are are good. Yeah, and that is the perfect segue um, into uh, my article. My article is uh, titled, uh, New Does Not Mean Correctly Built. Um, and I've got the article I pulled up. said nude. Here. I did too. It's like, I don't know about that article. That is not the one I sent you. That's a that's a whole different genre right there. I want to refresh that website. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, WFA, what are, y'all, what are you sending us? Oh, man. Uh, now, new... Sands the D uh, uh, does not mean correctly built. Um, and, you know, another thing that I forgot to mention when we were talking about your clients earlier, you know, if they do go with a new build, um, this is something that I tell, I've been telling a lot of folks, still get a, a, an actual home inspection done. Yes. Before closing. Yes. Um, and e- like even even after you've you've closed, especially on homes that have warranties, get a home inspection done to have them come out warranty stuff. Yep. Because um, uh, uh, inspectors will find things. Of course. Um, but, uh, but man, I've seen so much stuff about issues with new construction homes uh, online. And, you know, thankfully, in the neighborhood that we're in, a lot of folks do get those uh, uh, inspections done, um, and they come out pretty clean. It's, it's usually really minor things. Yeah. Um, but I was talking with some folks over the weekend, and they've got uh, a, a wall in their bedroom that where there's two there's two windows, um, and then there's about a four foot space in between the windows. Mm-hmm. There are no wall studs in that four foot space. Oh my gosh! And the rest of their house, you know, the code right now is sixteen inch centers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they bought this house four years ago, and it was a brand new house back then. Eighteen inch centers. Whoa. And code's been 16 inch for a, quite a while. Now. Yeah, um, and wow. they've got a, a couple of sections on their roof that are just missing a, a rafter. Oh no! Uh, you don't need this. No, that's <laughs> weight reduction. This is performance country right here. Leaf blower ain't blowing it off. <laughs> We're good. NASCAR town. Wow. Uh, and stuff like that, or you know, seeing you know most uh, most beams. You know, big beams are supposed to be one piece. Mm-hmm. Seeing where it's been cut in half and spliced. Oh, yeah, maybe don't do that. Uh, and then and not Just get having some wood a, a glue post there. Wood glue. Yeah, see that drives me crazy on baseboards. 
Oh yeah. Why not just use one big piece? It looks so much better than to have a piece, you know, glued to the mm-hmm. next piece. Yeah. But I can't imagine a rafter, which you need to hold the roof up. Oh yeah, no. And if you look at like if you look at some of the roofs, like the brand new roofs, you can even see it on the outside because you'll notice one section of roof just kind of dips in. Oh my. Um but that's good uh, to know. Uh it's just, you know, and this article goes into a lot of that kind of stuff just you know, people have found uh, water leaking at uh, at tension cable ports. Um, you know, that's that's in your in your foundation. You know, if you got water leaking there, that's it's kind of a that's kind of a no no. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody wants that. No. Don't need sprinklers. Water's by itself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't mean that there's a leak in your foundation at all. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but to your point, Bobby, getting a third party inspector is always advisable. Obviously, we. Anyone that buys a new house puts a lot of trust into the builder and the contractors that they're going to do a good job. But the reality is what we do for a living involves people and it's not uncommon for certain corners of, of the steps to be, you know, the cut corners and uh, you know, that's relative to any, any price. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen two, $3 million homes where it's the same kind of issues. Um, so just do your due diligence, get your inspector out there where th- this one inspector that they're interviewing, uh, was talking about the, uh, the, the percentage number of, of homes that he finds with, uh, with structural issues. Just guess in, in like the, the 10% range. 60. 61. <laughs> 90%. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, if you catch it early enough, like, uh, and, and these are all inspections that he'll do. Um, it, some of these are inspections that he'll do, you know, before the home is, is finished. Sure. Um, but like in the framing part. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of these are going to be like that. And, you know, a lot of them will, will get taken care of, but still have a post inspection done. You know, yeah. all, all that stuff. Just make sure that it actually got done. Uh, with Leslie's in my house, um, we were there every weekend. Um, and I, you know, I would sit there and, and bring the blue tape and just say, Hey, I'm, I'm noticing <laughs> some stuff that, that doesn't meet code. You know, this isn't right. Um, the one thing I didn't catch that is actually not a code violation anymore in our specific neighborhood is that the refrigerator is not on its own circuit. Yeah, I know. That's a new trend. It's yeah. not. Um, it's not. So we're going to have to have, uh, my brother-in-law come out and put the fridge on its own circuit so we can run the coffee maker on the coffee bar <laughs> because the coffee bar is on the same circuit as the fridge. Oh my. And what most people don't realize is that coffee makers pull the same or more amps than your household fridge. I'll be darn. Didn't know that. Or when they put the GFCI reset button on your, on your fridge socket. <laughs> so when you have to reset your kitchen, you have to pull your fridge out and then press the button back there. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's so smart. Thankfully they did not. Can do you believe that? that? I'm like, stop it. Yeah. No. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. The well, water's insane. coming out of the wall back there, you know, for the ice maker. Oh, I, I guess. Got to reset the breaker again. Yeah. I, I, can, I can happily report that I helped a, a particular buyer who was building their own house, and she did not use me in the beginning. I came on about three quarters of the way through. We went through, I'm not kidding you, five final walkthroughs. Five. And we didn't close on the house. I got her escrow money back, and we went 
put it down on a house in the next neighborhood over that was almost completed. Boom. Good. Wilson the we hammer. closed on it. It I was like but it. The, the, the there was a good re- there was a good yeah. reason. The builder because it was such a hot zip code and you guys, you know, watch this. It was such a hot zip code up in Anna. They were it was really growing. The builder couldn't supervise all the homes. They were running and gunning. They were yeah. running and gunning. So yeah. the subs were just off the street. Mm-hmm. And you know, I felt sorry for the for the guy. And so I got to meet the new builder and he said this should we should not be going this fast. There should be two of me here. Yeah. And I said, "Well, you're very reasonable. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to to leave because even you aren't getting the things fixed right." Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It was just nuts. So be careful. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us, and I look forward to seeing everyone next week. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed the discussion today. Click on the subscribe link to catch our next episode. If you or anyone you know has any real estate needs, you can find more information on us at thelacidoteam.com. On behalf of my team, thanks for tuning in.